Hello, and welcome to Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. Today, we've got another listener coaching call. I'm so excited. These are my favorite, favorite episodes that we do. Um, We've got Amanda Geres, I'm hoping I did that right, um, with us this morning, and we are super excited to have you here. So welcome, Amanda. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to talk to you guys uh, in person after listening to all the podcasts and Facebook and everything. So thanks so much for having me. Well, yeah, and thank you for being active on the Facebook page. You're one of the ones who's always posting and active. And um, so thanks for doing that because the, the uh, energy that you all are creating on that page is one of the things that inspires Beck and I the most about doing this work. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a really special easy. It's a really special place there, I think. So uh, it's not like any other group I'm a member of. So I'm just happy to be, to be part of it. <sighs> thank you so much. So, Amanda, what are we going to talk about today? Well, my original sort of idea was I wanted to talk about procrastination because that's that can be kind of a pretty severe issue in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might be a bit deeper than that. You know, I was thinking about, about this a lot over the last few weeks when we were coming up to the call mm-hmm. and uh, kind of sitting with my feelings about it. It's It's a lot... It's a sense of not really feeling like I'm in the driver's seat all the time mm. in terms of my energy and everything, even though... I kind of, you know, have taken the responsibility, you know, why am I creating it like this, all of that stuff. Right. <laughs> but uh, it, it does sometimes feel just so exterior to me, yes. you know, not like it's something in my control. And, you know, I've had lots of therapy and I've done a lot of journaling and thinking about this, but it's just something I've never really come close to cracking. And I'm not really sure why. Hmm. And so, and, and uh, are, is what you're, what I'm hearing is what you're talking about is that experience of being of like separation or uh, that it's outside of you so you don't have any control over it yeah uh, you know when I'm when I'm really in sort of a severe procrastination mode it's like it's like a big shutdown like someone kind of just hit a button and I just went powered down and you know physically uh, it can feel a lot like you know depression uh, mm-hmm. anxiety, you know, ADHD, those are all kind of things that historically I've, you know, dealt with. But, you know, having a list of diagnoses as my story doesn't really serve me right now, you know? Yeah. I kind of want to, I, w- I want to go beyond that, you know? And, you know, big disclaimer, I know it's really sensitive talking about mental health, you know, it's, this yeah. is just my, my journey, you know, I know that clinical depression is a thing, you know, I've been there. Sometimes I even wonder if I'm just in denial of my mental health status or what. But just for the sake of the work, I want to experiment, you know, with the assumption that, you know, I'm making this up and I have power over it. And it's something that I can move through and change and have control of my life. Yeah, boy, I love that power. I mean, here's the first question from from me is, do you get how powerful that is? Uh, I don't think so. I think, you know, like I said, sometimes... uh, Sometimes it feels like, you know, maybe I'm just being stupid or in denial, as I said, you know. Um, but I hope, you know, it's nice to think of it as a powerful thing. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, know? yeah. I mean, this the, the, the th- thought process that you have walked through this work, the, you know, the time frame of you doing the work uh, versus, you know, the, you know, you've done some therapy and that kind of thing. But how long have you been in the process of law of attraction or, you know, transformation and that kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, I mean, really, you know, this particular flavor of it is pretty new, you know, uh, maybe a year or so, but like, it's always been kind of on my radar, you know, when I, even when I was a kid, you know, my dad was all into, you know, Tony Robbins and all that stuff. And we were listening to the audiobooks in the car everywhere we went, Stephen Covey, you know, the whole thing. 
And, right. I, you know, I have had a pretty long and intense kind of spiritual journey as well. So it's it's been a lifelong thing, really, you know, um, and it's it's taken different forms over the years, you know, whether it was kind of a religion thing or a or a self-help thing or a personal transformation thing. It's all been kind of in the same arena. So you've got that power statement that you've made right there of wanting to take ownership of it. Um which, you know, to me is such a huge, I mean, that's such a huge step already. <laughs> I, I mean, I think I spent several months being like, I'm not responsible. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, you know, so the fact that you're already in that place, I think that we're just, you know, you know, what Jay said, how powerful that really is, um, getting into that place of knowledge of how far you already are in the process is. is oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. And so, Amanda, when I say that, um, if, if actually, if I could just ask you to take a minute and breathe that in, like breathe in your power and your willingness to own it all, because that's what I'm hearing you say is I want to own it all and I want to, you know, make it my creation. Yeah. Can you get yeah. how, I mean, not that's, that's extraordinary. Thank you, you so that? much. Yeah. I mean, it feels more like a leap of faith than a, um, you know, than a real knowing yet, but I'm getting there. You know? Yeah. Good, good, good. And here's what I love is clearly, I mean, I've only been talking to a few minutes, but I'm clear that you get what knowing is. Yes. Yeah. And this yeah. is something that is important because I think that all of our callers, whether depending on where they are in the journey, there is this knowing that is not coming from your head. Yeah. It is not part of our mind. It's, it's the be, it's like our higher self. It's our, you know, our truths. It's the part of us that gets to observe the mind and the body doing this wackiness, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's where we have the knowing from. Yeah. So the fact that you even know what that feels like is tells me that you're leaps and bounds above a lot of people because a lot of people don't have a consciousness of that knowing. Yeah. And if you have that, then boy, that's uh, we're we're in good shape here. Uh, (laughs) It took me a long time to get there because I am a very thinky person. You know, I'm a very wordy person. And for years and years, that's been sort of the brick wall of sort of knowing intellectually, but not knowing, knowing. And I I've touched it enough times. You know, I can't reliably get there, but I've touched enough times that I I know I know what knowing feels like. Yeah. Tell me what your uh, spiritual practice is like and how much time you sit. How much time do you sit and, and watch and observe yourself, observe that mind doing its thing? Uh, you know, I haven't managed to get sort of a, a regular um, a regular meditation practice. You know, I try it. What I've tried to do a lot recently, which does help, is sort of just take moments. You know what I mean? Especially if I feel myself kind of, you know, something's off, you know, I'll just sort of, you know, stop for a minute and, you know, look at it. But uh, I know that uh, I know that you know half an hour, ten minutes, or whatever of of solid meditation makes a difference when I get there. You know, right? But in knowing, and here's another thing: knowing doesn't make a difference. Like knowing that it makes a difference doesn't make you do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that is so true. Unfortunately, just yeah. about everything. So, what yeah. would make you do it? Yeah, it's a it's a good question. Would I mean, do it on a podcast in front of. You know, hundreds yeah. of listeners do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it 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 might because you know that's that's my question, not just about meditation, but everything. You know, everything I procrastinate on is you know what would actually make me do it. You know, and a lot of the time the driver is something like you know shame or fear that I'm going to let someone down or something down. You know, I create these really intense situations 
and make yeah. that be my driver for mm, doing yeah. things that I know I should do. So and that kind of driver is going to not be long term. It doesn't sustain yeah. itself long term. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. And what I want for you is to be able to have the driver be because you love yourself so much and you know you're worth it and all that stuff that yeah. might make you vomit right now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, do, it doesn't. It doesn't. But it, it is. It is a big. It's a big jump, you know. And that's. It's one that I have have not managed to make. You know, maybe yeah. I do sometimes. You know, little bits. Yeah. But not mm-hmm. not on a reliable mm-hmm. on a reliable basis. So is it is it okay to sort of have you know to to have that uh, that external driver be a kind of scaffolding, you know? And how do you make that yeah. final you know leap? Yeah, I think that the external driver can be uh, along the way. I mean, this work is about finding what's that baby step. Like if we were to say, if you were in my, if we were in seminar and I was working with you, I would say, if your end game then is I'm motivated through how much I love myself and want to do right by me. Yeah. Then, you know, what's the conversation now and, and what baby step can we upgrade your conversation toward that? Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I hadn't, I hadn't thought of applying the whole baby step thing to that problem. You know, I've applied it to sort of small concrete goals oh. now, you know, but not baby to step speaking in action is for every single thing. Yeah. But, ba- you know, a baby, st- a baby step towards, speaking. I, Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, because we're constantly creating our own reality with our thoughts and our speech, yeah. that's always the reality. You know, whatever we're speaking and thinking is the reality we're creating. That's the results we're going to get. So in every area, we want to upgrade mm-hmm. it. We've got to upgrade the conversation, and we've got to upgrade the action with it. Yeah, so a, a baby step a baby step towards being motivated to do what I need to do because I love myself. Uh, that's, a, that's a good one. So what does... So- I, I'm going to take a step back a little bit, just, you know, listener support type yeah. thing question. What does procrastination look like to you? So what does that mean when you're saying, you know, you're you're in this place of procrastination or it's more than that, you're sort of not in the driver's seat? What is that? What are you doing? I mean, is there, is it a, I'm sitting here watching Netflix? Is it a, um, I'm not getting the work done, so I'm not um, making the money that I need to. Is it my house is a mess? I mean, what does <laughs> it, the it can kind of be like all of you? the above, you know, or sort of feeling like I'm, you know, half-assing everything, you know. Um, there are days. It was funny because uh, you know, I I was talking to my partner about about this call and everything that was coming up, and I was, you know. And, you know, Jay had asked me a question, you know, what does, you know, sitting in front of your computer for 10 hours, you know, surfing the internet or watching uh, Netflix get you know, get you out of? And that was a tough question. But um, when I was t- telling my partner about it, he's like, but you don't really do that. And I was like, well, I, yeah, I do. And he's like, not, not really. You're always doing like 50 things at the same time, <laughs> you know. Um, so that, that, I mean, obviously I do have total shutdown days where all I do is just scroll Facebook, but you know, that's not, that's actually not really true because I'm usually also, you know, taking care of housework stuff and listening to a family member or friend who needs my counsel, you know, over Facebook messenger for three hours, you know, there's always a bunch of stuff going on. So it's. I've been trying, you know, one, one strategy I've tried is to make my procrastination better. So say I'm procrastinating on, I have a piece of client writing that I really care about and I really want to do, but it's stressing me out and I can't seem to find the words and I just shut down. 
now I try to, well, if I can't do that project, I'll try to procrastinate on it with a different project, you know, <laughs> so at least I'm getting, at least I'm getting something done, you know, but, uh, right. you know, long term, it's kind of robbing Peter to pay Paul, you know. Okay, so I have a couple questions here. So, um, yeah, because I and I want to get back before we close out. We're going to create something that is like for you to say toward yes. like a baby step towards this. Yeah. But um, is it really procrastination, or is it that you're not as doing it as perfect and as fast and as um, timely mm-hmm. as you think it should be? Yeah, yeah. I mean. You know, when when you asked me the the question about you know what does it get me out of, um, at first I kind of had like a bunch of questions. Oh, it gets me out of the fear of failure and all this stuff. You know, a bunch of answers that they just sort of they felt like rote. And yep. then I sat with it and I had this huge waves of like shame, you know, and mm. and and pain. I wanted to cry and I felt terrible. I felt like I was in trouble. And I was like, this is not what Jay is asking me. He's not, you know. But I realized there was this huge emotional well of of something that was huge. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I'm such a kind of, you know, classically artistic, chaotic, you know, yeah. messy person that, that, you know, I don't think of myself as a perfectionist because I'm, I'm a mess. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know several people like, I mean, I know I've coached several of you who are yeah. artistic and all, all over the place. Perfect. Yeah. Perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's yes. and it's extremes, you know, because like you know, on a very bad procrastination shutdown day, I might not even toast bread before I eat it. You know, it's too much effort for me. And then, uh, you know, two weeks later, I'll cook a Thanksgiving dinner for twenty five people with five kinds of pie just because. You know what I mean? It's very, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's not like every day. It's you know, every day I'm in this sort of low procrastinating place. It's it's this big swing. Yeah. You know, so, but I do I do think perfectionism is a big part of it. You know. Yeah. Tell me, have you ever missed a deadline with a client? Oh yeah. Okay. And it's been, and I've suffered for it, and I've been embarrassed, and it's a very shameful thing. Yeah. You know, but but it has happened. You know, it definitely yeah. has happened. And and so that we want to make sure we really take. We want to. Yeah. You know, we want to be in integrity with your clients, right? Absolutely. Yeah. There's yeah. There's a level yeah. of integrity to bring to it. There's also, though, for me, you know, one of the things I would almost uh, be curious about to have you do is to. Uh, go take your. Have you heard of the Colby, uh, uh, the Colby Index? I don't think so. No. Um, it'll cost you forty nine bucks to take it. Her name is yeah. Colby, and it's K O L B E. Okay. And it's the website is www.colby.com. Uh huh. Here's the reason I think it might serve you. It this is around step two in my book around know thyself. Yeah. When you know what your go-to is, when we know how our personality has wired us up, mm-hmm. it can, for me anyway, give me it gave me some relief. For example, once I took my Colby, I realized I had been making myself wrong because I procrastinate um, until I have a deadline. Yeah. And then when I have a deadline, like the night before, a couple days before, like that's when that's when the creative juices flow, and I can really, you know. And there are times when. You know, it's just going on for me right now. I have our, my very last seminar, which, by the way, for those of you who are local and listening, you need to really get this. My very last live seminar in Lawrence, Kansas, is coming up September seventh. Wow. I've been gonna write, gonna do a video for the people locally to let them know that, and I haven't had the words come to me until the last couple days. Yeah. Right? So by yeah. Monday, I'll make that video. 
Mm-hmm. But I could have made myself wrong because it wasn't coming. But the, all that would do is block it. Yeah, that's very but, familiar to me, you know. So instead, I give up making myself wrong and and trust the universe and know it will be there when I need it. And yeah. then it comes all the yeah. time. But yeah, I used I mean, to beat the hell out of myself mm-hmm. for that until I took my Colby. And the Colby told me, your biggest strength is that you shoot from the hip and that you don't worry about waiting until the last minute because for some reason that pressure for you has has your creativity be at a peak. Yeah, that can definitely be true. And I think what happens is, you know, sometimes if I'm in a good place, that definitely is what happens. And, you know, a, a piece that I could have, you know, sat, you know, white knuckling for 12 hours to write, I'll sit down and write it in half an hour because I have to. And yeah. it all comes. Yep. But but I think the making myself wrong the whole way along, what happens often is that I block that last minute burst of creativity because I'm so far down in this awful pit yeah. of you're the worst and you're never going to, you know, your clients mm-hmm. are going to, you're going to get fired by everybody and you're going to starve alone and, rah, you know, and I just, yeah. at that point, I'm so overwrought and wound up that I don't have any access to my creativity at all. It's just gone, you know, and so that, that happens a lot. Is, are you willing to give up making yourself wrong? Mm. I'm willing to. I'm not sure I know how, but I'm willing to. <laughs> well, it's the same as everything. It's a muscle, right? So yeah. it's, it's starting to learn, first of all, to uh, be conscious of when you're doing it. Yeah. And I would yeah. assert that you're doing it almost all the time. Yeah, pretty pretty much 24-7. I mean, it is like a constant thing and I, I for all of us, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That there's always yes. something mm-hmm. in there making you wrong. And, and you it just can, grinds you, know, you down. You can feed that wolf or you cannot feed that wolf. You know, yeah. you want to, that's yeah. that you got to really get that. Yeah, it's, yeah. But it has to be about you being conscious that you're doing it and then choosing to trust, know that it's all, that if you let go of all that. See, that's when I say there's some kind of payoff in there. Usually there's some kind of payoff. Yeah. It gets us out of being powerful. It lets us be right that we're rotten. You know, yeah. those kind of things. Yeah, uh, yeah. We love to be right that we're the worst people on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a quick yeah. question for you about the like the client yeah. work. So if you know that you're gonna miss if you've if you've known that you're gonna miss a deadline, have you gone to them? Do you hide from it? Like what is your response to that um, where you say like the shame that comes up for you in such a big way have you what and and what has been the client response to the missed deadline versus your response to the yeah it's a tough question you know um because this stuff is this you know this stuff is pretty (laughs) emotional for me but you know it depends kind of depends on the the client relationship you know when it has happened sometimes it's been a client that you know I've even been able to say look I'm really trying to get this right and it's and, and I'm not there yet with it. And, you know, I need I need a bit of extra time. And generally, you know, before I go to them like that, I've sort of read sort of what their urgency is, you know, a lot of, you know, whether whether, you know, how much de- how much how much is depending on me getting this done, you know, because if it's a if it's a situation where it just needs to get done, because there's a bunch of people who can't do their jobs until they get that, then uh, I'll write it even if I feel like it's nowhere near my best work and just get it to them because it needs to be done. And then that that doesn't feel like a win. That feels like a failure. Um, if there's some wiggle room, then I'll, you know, usually just just ask, you know, 
but you know in the past you know there's there's been times where i just have shut down from it and just hid from it and waited until somebody you know came to yell at me for it you know uh yeah. you know well, that's a horrible so feeling. it's a horrible feeling yeah 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 it is in a lot of ways yeah, I think that, you know, when those of us who work with clients, I think that that's one of those things where that was my first step into recognizing um, what my position was in it, because there was some of it which was taking ownership of it and sort of that constant forgiveness where if I hid, then I just shame spiraled, you know, it just got worse and yeah. worse and worse and worse and worse. And every minute it felt like that I was not in contact with that person, it got worse versus if I said, I've done this, I'm in this place, here's the deal, I'm not going to get this to you, even if I didn't say, like, it's my fault, I mean, I didn't, like, blame yeah. this pressure on myself, I would just say, I'm going to be a few days behind on this, uh, I apologize, please let me know if you have any questions or whatever or concerns, um, but I want to, you know, make sure I get you the best product as possible, um, then I was able to sort of then get that spark to to move on it versus just... yeah that's definitely that's definitely been my experience you know to some extent but you know this is this is tough tough stuff to talk about you know because mm-hmm. you, you 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 have you know your professional re- reputation and then when you're not in integrity with that you feel like uh you know big giant oh yeah big giant you know fake and a failure mm-hmm. and you know no you know the first thing drilled into you is that you know you meet deadlines meet deadlines meet deadlines and it's it's just the way business works it has to be done and you know, if it happens too many times, you kind of run out of, you know, if you have a good client relationship, then, you know, once, once a year or something, I feel like you can say that, Mm -hmm. but you know, they're going to run out of patience eventually if you're like, oh, always behind and always struggling to keep up, you know. So is it just client stuff too? Is it just client work or is it other things that well, it's client work uh, is where the mo- the most angst comes from it. But then there's also, you know, my my kind of heart work, my you know, and my and my art and everything, which I usually don't let myself do until I've got all the client stuff done. And then the client stuff starts getting resented, you know, instead of being grateful for it and engaged in it. It's like, oh, this is all this stuff I have to slog through before I can oh, get yeah. to what I really you want to do. Shift that up. Yeah, and that's a horrible that's a horrible feeling and it's a, even a scary thing to say on a on a podcast because you know, obviously I am grateful for my clients and I oh, do love that I have this creative type of work that I can really bring my gifts to. You know, that is all there. It's uh, you know, I'm just not always in touch with it. Do you do creative work every day? Uh, I'm trying to now. I for a long time I haven't um because because you know if you have if it's like oh well I've I've got 10, 10 things due on Friday I can't take the time to go play with my my art supplies when I need to write you know seven blog posts and five marketing emails before you know before I do miss a deadline you know yeah sure yeah yeah, yeah. where are you with missing deadlines right now are we in a good place with that uh, we are in a recovery place with that okay yeah so yeah I have I still have. Well, I still have a backlog of of stuff from when I had a particularly bad a particularly bad month the last month. So I have you know every day I'm sort of doing the new stuff that comes in while doing extra stuff to clear the backlog with some of my clients. Do you know how long that'll take to get that backlog cleared out? Matter hopefully, hours. hopefully just a few more you know a, a few more weeks I mean in hours that's interesting to think about it in hours because if I, I should probably sit down and just look at what that's what I do 
I yeah. really, I, I really encourage you to look at things in hours yeah. and then set timers for 30 minutes at a time. Yeah. Because you can do anything for 30 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. That's sort of, I mean, yeah. There's not much you can't tolerate for 30 minutes. And so if I'm that far behind, I would do something like, okay, I know this is, you break it all down into hours and then set up 30 minute blocks of time so that, you know, you have an end date to that. Like by this yeah. date, I will be caught up because boy, when that's... you're living when you're living into a future, remember that the future that we're living into always gives us how we're being in the moment. And so if you yeah. have to live into a future of this is never going to end, you're going to feel yeah. like shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, you're, 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 you're just, you're just speaking my reality right now because, you know, I have my bullet journal and everything and I just keep, you know, I have my running list of what I need to get done, you know? So I yeah. might cross off you know, on a really good day. I might cross off three or four things and then get three more emails, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and it's just like, oh, my God, you know, I, I'm never going to get out of this, you know, and, yeah. and it's just going to be this constant problem, you know, and yeah, it's so, constantly prioritizing. But, yeah, breaking it up like that is a, it's a really good idea. Well, and, and if you can, do you have like, do you have a like right now in your business? Are you just taking anything you'll get? You know, what I mean, like when you have three more emails come in. If you oh well, I, that was that. Three more emails, can you? You know that. I mean, that's a bit of an exaggeration. I definitely have upgraded. You know, at the beginning, I was taking. I mean, oh my gosh, it was very funny. I was writing stuff about literally about toilets and <laughs> garbage bags. Yeah. You know, and I. I and it was like, oh man, you know the, you know, and, and and that's what I was speaking too. You know, I was like, you know, my shit work, like literally. <laughs> I like, I kind of, I kind of realized that, you know, and uh, and I've got much better clients, higher paying clients, and much more interesting work. You know, I have you know three regular clients that I do a lot of work for, and for the most part, you know, it's really exciting, but it's also more more pressure, you know. Because when you're writing five dollar product descriptions for literal garbage bags, yeah. uh, there's not a lot of pressure in that. When you're writing for world class companies, you know, um, that's it, it, a lot more pressure. You know, sure. it's it's it, yeah. So, but yeah, no, I, it's definitely uh, it's it's stable now. It's just and it's and it's better. You know, I'm not where I want to be with it. You know, I don't even have a website or a professional email address, but whatever. I'm very proud. It's been four years and I've built it up from nothing. So, yeah. Heck yeah. And that's great. <sighs> well, I also wanted to hear, I mean, you also said something about how you make yourself wait to do your heart work um, until after yeah. you've done your other work. Um, yeah. So from a self-care perspective... You know, I, it, what are you doing on a day-to-day -day basis for self-care that is giving you that feel-good feeling, too? You know, the Jay once told me, like, to do to eat dessert first, I think was the exact quote. Yes, that's what I was yeah. going to say. I, that's why I was asking about that before. Yeah. I mean, I've considered, I've considered um, starting my day with, you know, some art. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, and then, and again, having a timer on it and it's, you know, I get to do this stuff for this long. Um, uh, it's kind of a question of whether I trust myself to, to haul myself out of it when I really get in the flow with that, you know, um, well, I, cause I can, I can, I can look up and the whole day's gone and I've been, you know, making art instead of, instead of, you know, writing blog posts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I would assert that if you have, I mean, if we can get into a regular where you're in integrity, yeah. Um, 
with with uh, meeting deadlines. Yeah. That 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 would flow a lot more easily for you to like. But I, I you know, if you win the morning, you win the day, right? So yeah, exactly. If what if morning for you is is uh, you know, powerful, then you could spend the rest of the afternoon writing blog posts, and you'd probably feel happier about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to wake up every morning and like your first thought is, oh shit. And you know, it is yeah. for me a lot. And then I might sit down and try to do some meditation and some journaling and listen to a good podcast and everything to try and white knuckle myself out of this ungrateful, yeah. miserable, fuck this shit kind of. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but you know, oh, yeah. you can oh, believe that if you want to. But that's how I feel a lot of the time, yeah. and it's terrible. Sure. You know, it's awful. And oh. then. Yeah. And then, you know, by the time I've, you know, done a bunch of tapping and journaling and everything, and I look at, I look at my clock and it's, you know, 12 o'clock and I'm exhausted, you know, I'm like, oh man, yes. I'm so tired from improving myself. I can't write. Yeah. I need to lie down. You know? Oh my yeah, gosh. I've so been I, I there. Was, you're trying way too hard. Yes. I would, I would <laughs> prescribe you to get up and do what you love to do. So if that's like yeah. Your, yeah. If that's art, if it's your yeah. art, if it's, if it's, having a cup of coffee with your partner, whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, exercise for me helps me start my day on a powerful place. Um, but whatever it is that would start your day in a powerful place and then yeah. but not like trying to fix or change you. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think thinking of it like, you know, eating dessert first is a really good idea because, you know, like that perfectionism jumps in even when it comes to something like, a, you know, a powerful morning routine, you know, yeah. and then it doesn't feel good anymore. Then it feels like just one more thing. I'm not doing well enough, you know. Exactly. Like, right. I don't meditate good. I'm like, I failed at meditation, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I start my day off being I'm terrible at meditating. That's yes. not a great feeling. Exactly. Either. So. Yeah. What's missing for me, too, Amanda, is that there's there's the joy of the journey is completely gone here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in every day, I got to try to get to this destination that then you'll be happy. Yeah, yeah. And you know, yeah, when, 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 you know, when I'm, when I'm three weeks ahead of schedule with my work and I've, my Etsy shop is full and everything, then I'll be, then I'll be okay. Then I can breathe and then I can, you know, yeah. and, and that's, that's, uh, like that's a, definitely true. That's like a yeah. hamster on a wheel. I mean, you're just never yeah. going to get that. Yeah. So we want to find that peace and knowing and connectedness if you can connect do, do you have a uh any spiritual practice that connects you up so that you're connected to that divine mind or higher mind or infinite mind not your little pea brain mind okay we're gonna stop there for this week and we will return next week with the conclusion of amanda's incredible coaching call obviously now you've seen we sort of started the process of digging into where she's struggling and how we can best find those baby steps to get her towards her goals. And next week, trust me, you do not want to miss this one as we really get into that big aha moment where we have all of our listeners reach and it's just so incredibly powerful every time. But this one, especially for me as somebody who also has experienced this and as a creative as well, it really hit home in a big way. And I think we're seeing this also on the Facebook page. We're seeing a lot of people who are dealing with this issue right now of procrastination or just not being able to motivate themselves to do the things they need to be doing. So join us again next week on Doing the Work. And as always, thank you so much for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week.
Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, We have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you, and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening stay connected and most importantly be kind to you hell yeah thank you so much jay and we'll see you next week see you next week